Yo. Yo. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, episode 12 of the Divine Council Podcast. This is uh, my play. And I'm Stefan. And uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment. Peace and greetings from the sign of the rising sun. Um, man, like, dude, like, wh- when did we last record? Was it last uh, Saturday? I don't even remember, man, but not shit. It feel, I, I'm excited. It feels good to be back on back in the app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more technical difficulties, hopefully. Man, that shit was, it was, it was so weird. It was so weird last week uh, trying to record, you know, like, it was like we was trying to do it back to back to back, like three, four days in a row and, yeah. you know, but whatever, we got it done, whatever, yeah. you know, we're back at it. Um, but I hope everything's been well with the audience. Um, yeah. And for yourself also, Stefan, I know uh, you had some, you dropped some news today, congratulations, and uh, it's a yeah. shift. <laughs> it's a shift. You heard me say it before. It's a shift, and uh, you know, it's it's just the this is the early start of it, and uh, we all in for it. Yeah, know? for for sure, for sure. Um, for for those that might may not know, um, I'm an aspiring musician, and like I put out like my first, I guess, official uh, project today called How I Feel. It's on a uh, SoundCloud. My my name is uh it's my stage name is Don Stefan and that's spaced out. And then I have the uh the comma and then the XXVI, which is uh twenty-four, Don Stefan twenty-four, which is the year that I started taking it seriously, like the music stuff, which was a year ago. And um yeah, man, if y'all if y'all wanted to give that a chance, you know, I'll uh put the link to that in the bio with this episode in the, in the liner notes. But man, I know that I sent those messages yesterday about it, but I'm about to go ahead and proceed to check out right now, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, and I'm talking about 2K. I mean, like, bro, like, I was watching the gameplay last night of people playing it. You know, I was, I was excited. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, new 2K. I was looking at it. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, is they still playing 2K19? Because literally, if you look at, I don't know if you've seen any of the gameplay, but literally the park is the exact same. It's the exact same. The um, When you go in there and spend the daily spin, exact same. The um, the anti-up place, the exact same. Um, The Gatorade facility, the exact same. Your apartment, the exact same. So I feel like that they really just copy and pasted a lot of shit from 2K19. And really what they did with this game this year, they just labeled it a new game, calling it 2K20. But it's really just an update of 2K19 for $60. I think we discussed this before. I, I was saying they basically been, like, you know, remember 2K16, like, well, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. It's like the previous years up until 2K19, Every game file was different. Like the game literally played different. It yeah, just seemed to me like they were trying to find like it, they were trying to find the perfect like game file, like the game base of 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 like I guess physics. They were trying to find the perfect, I guess the fir- the perfect way to game for uh, for the game to play. 
to find like a base file to where they can finally just tweak that shit and give us updates every year, basically. Yeah. And I felt like 2K19 was the best, in my opinion, I think that was the best and the most balanced 2K that they put what? out. Like, and one of the one of the most ever. I'll say this about uh, uh, 2K19. It was really a fun game to play. and I mean, it still is a fun game to play. So if, if anybody that is new to 2K, I mean, you ain't got to rush out and get 2K20 because from what I've seen so far, because I'm about to download uh, 2K20, which I think is, get this, it's a lot of fucking gigabytes. It's like 18 gigabytes or some shit. More, that's insane. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's a really good game, man. Like, you know, just like the animations, um, the gameplay is more realistic. They made the AI a lot tougher than 2K18. If you was a slasher in 2K18, then you would know it was so mm-hmm. easy to score, you the know, put up like, animations. But see, they brought that back in 2K20, the blow by animation. So I'm about to make a slasher. Um, I'm about to be a, a guard, probably like shooting guard. Cause I, dude, I scored. I don't know if you ever saw that snap. I scored seventy, bro, in yeah, the demo. Yeah, sent me that snap. I saw it. I scored seventy, and my archetype was a three level score, so I can score on anywhere in the on the court. And my dude was fast as fuck, and he could jump out the gym, and he was like six seven. I was like, bro, I'm about to go crazy on this shit. But I think they, I had uh, made that build at the three, and it was like, but was the three is fast. Yeah, but I think a lot of people have been complaining, saying that pretty much the uh, small four, the the four is fucked up this year. And they feel like a lot of people are going to play either guards or be a center. So, I mean, they haven't done the big patch yet because, you know, at the beginning of every game, they do a big patch to, like, fix stuff. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I think one thing you will like about this, um, is that yeah the park looks the same and I, I know I told you that there wasn't a jump shot creator but apparently there is you got to play like five practices or some shit and then you get the jump shot creator um, but what I do hate about it is that you got to get a badge to um control how fast you can shoot the quick draw badge which I think is pretty stupid to do that yeah um, but what you I, what I think you will like about this year's game though is that they focus a lot more on my career. So Yeah, yeah, that's like the main mode I play. But you know, I said it early I said it um last night. I, I was thinking I was probably was gonna not get it, but I'll probably end up getting it eventually. I just ain't really like looked into it like into the hype. I ain't as hyped about it this year as I was last year. But I'll probably eventually get it, you know, probably sometime this weekend or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like uh, my fear was they finally found a pretty a pretty good game file, and all they was gonna do is basically update the, update the file for the next few years, and that's, and that's what it's it. looking like. That's exactly what it seems like they did. Yeah, so it's just mm. gonna be more like just the more because I mean, if you really look at it, they do have a a, a very rich storyline for the my career mode. Yeah, like, it's a deep like it's it's like a true like story story mode. Doing that, they get the big name actors like they got Idris Elba. Yeah. And this, and LeBron, he uh, executive produced the storyline this year. With that being said, I don't give a fuck about that damn story mode for a fucking basketball game. Is that me? Play true, like true. Old two, like, like, let me play like the old 2K. Let me play like the old shit where I can get play. Me and Zach was talking about this before. Like, where you can 
you can be in the chilling in the summer. You got you got days off in a row. You can just chill one day on the old 2K. You can play fucking 15 of them my career games on, on 12 minute quarters. Just because it was so quick, especially if you do next key game. Next right. key game, you can probably play a damn near half a season in a day, bro. Because it'll it'll go like the next key game. So it might play every you might play every like five or six fifth or sixth game. Right. So shit, you do that, you do that shit for a couple hours. You but you able to play that whole damn fucking season basically. And you get double and there used to be you get double XP just playing the playing the key games. So all you have to do is play the next key games, which will usually be hard opponents, so you're not playing no shitty ass teams. So to keep the my career like interesting and you're getting double XP and you're going through them seasons fast as hell. Like that's yeah, what we really they, want. And they, you know, like you said, and not only with the storylines, but like we talked about before with the advertising, the loot boxes, all that other bullshit that they added to the game, it slows it down. And I know how you said, um, well, I know how I said earlier about 18 gigabytes. I'm wrong, bro. I'm about to install the game, but I can't install it because I got to free up space because this shit is 48 gigabytes, bro. That's insane, man. What the fuck? It's 48 gigabytes. So you're gonna have Reese Puff boxes on your damn loading screens and all kinds Bro, I'm about I'm about to start I'm about to start seeing Reese um Reese's ads like on my damn um my phone. Hell I'm about yeah. to I'm gonna see it on billboards and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have an option this year where you can customize the phone case and it's gonna be different shit or something crazy. It's gonna be that, that oh. crazy one year. And bro, and they they were talking so much about how they were gonna add different hairstyles and shit. Because let's be real, bro, a lot of people that play the game are uh, people of color and shit, and they don't be having like dope hairstyles like that. I what seen somebody, I seen a fucking the gameplay yesterday. The dude was going to the barbershop. They literally got the pretty much the exact same hairstyles from last game. Oh. They didn't do nothing different. I'm like, bro, like, these niggas literally were lazy as fuck with this year's game. Why they even say that? They didn't even have to lie. They just could have just not even said but, but I mean, but we know we know why they did it. Obviously, because if they say it's a new game, oh, yeah. the people are going to get hyped. If and they would have been honest and said, okay, this is just an update for 2K19, people probably would be a little disappointed. But then yep. again, people would still... I think people would be... Um, happy that they didn't lie and say it was a new game when it's just an update. I think people would be like, oh, okay, they did this. They added more badges. They did shit that we wanted them to do when they should have did that at the release of um, 2K19. So I'm going to be real with you, though. Let's be real, though. Like, the hype for this year's game is the biggest hype that we've had in, in, in like, a long, long, long time. And, like, with that being said, like, I didn't even pre-order this year's game. Like I didn't like, either. Like, but, you, like, but bro, you gonna still end up spending money, bro, for this shit. Like I, I, I know, just, but I, I just I still feel like even with them pushing the even with them pushing this the uh, the hype train, I still feel like it's not like the sales are gonna still be around the same where that it's been. It's because the game because we already know the game is we're gonna get we already know what we're gonna get right. You know what I mean? We already know what we're gonna get, and like I feel like the fans that they have are the fans that they have. And they really can only lose fans now because we already know we're gonna get our 2K. I think it's I think the game itself plays pretty damn good. It's it's fun, I think. Even with right. the glitches for a fucking video game, it, it plays fun. But I know I'm gonna be slowed down with the loot boxes, with the advertisements, 
And like for some people, I mean, I still know people that still play 2K, 2K14, bro. Like they right. still play that shit. So like, I mean, like they can really only lose fans now. So like, I don't really, I, I, don't, I don't even, I, even with the hype, I just feel like they're not gonna really gain any more fans. Nah, bro. I mean, I, I mean, you can look on social media and see see the reactions. People, are, pretty much, a lot of people are saying the same shit that um, I'm saying. With, I mean, it's pretty much the 2K19.5. It's like a a remastered version of 2K19. Pretty much, at least that's what it looks like right now. They might go and up do some big updates, you know, and it change change some shit. But as of now, it looks like just, you know, just a, a big update for 2K19. Um, but, I mean, I still I mean, I mean, still decided to get it because, man, I I was trying to play, like, a game in Wreck earlier, and I couldn't find, like, people. Like, I, I usually try to have, like, at least a center in the game because if you don't have a center, then you can, you know, easily get dominated depending on the level of uh, competition. And there was no centers. So I'm like, bro, then I'm looking at my uh, my friends list. And, like, most of these niggas is in 2K20. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, it, it kind of, they kind of force you. Like, it's kind of forcing you to, you know, you got to go with, you know, go with the changes. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't mind them just giving us an update. I mean, I don't mind them. Just I mean, if they would have been, if they would have been real and just say, instead of a new game this year, we're just going to give a big update. I, I feel I would, I, yeah, I would have been, I would have <laughs> been happy with that. I'm like, okay, you finally doing something that makes sense. Like, hey, instead of yeah. lying, like now these niggas lie. Like now, like now I'm sitting here, like okay, like now I'm even more skeptical about even getting the shit because the niggas lied. So now I know with that shit being 48 gigabytes. I know one thing that they didn't say this year that they said pretty quick last year. Can we skip the cutscenes? They might yeah. have to do where, where yeah. we can't even skip the cutscenes again. For, nah, for, well, from what I've seen, I think you can. I okay. Think you can, yeah, I think you can skip like all of them, but I think there's a lot of them though. That's what I was like, man. Like with two, you never, you really never know. <laughs> like that's why you really never know. That's why I'm sitting back, like, man, do I even want to get the game? Because after two K eighteen, when you couldn't skip them cutscenes, dude. Like, bruh, that shit was just a hold up. That shit, man, that that was just, that was how a robbery. Yeah. Yeah. You could really only play like two games a day. If you had 12 minute quarters, you couldn't even really play, play two games a day with 12 minute quarters. You could only play a game a day. And they knew what they was doing with that when they set it up like that. Make yeah. You, look at them down. Look at all the advertising. You play that one game and they damn make it to where you lose that one game. So damn, you like, well, fuck. You gonna go ahead and get some VC. Say, so, well, you play tomorrow. Shit, you ain't gonna waste your time because them games are like an hour long, hour plus. Yep. Fucking video game. They know what they be doing, man. Like niggas don't. Niggas are getting tired of playing those type of games with these companies, like for real, because it's just a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, but then again, it's like, let's look at the real the real life effects of this shit because you know I, I bring him up a lot I was watching a, one of Daylight streams and he was talking about how um he wanted to play basketball and he was going to different gyms but there was nobody there cuz he he was like bro like everybody is playing this this fucking 2K game <laughs> and um he was like one of his uh 
I guess one of his homeboys, he was hanging out with him. He was like, bro, you trying to ball? And then he was like, yeah, bro. He's like, shit, you know, I'm ready, bro. I'm a hooper. You know, he was saying, you know, he had his shoes in the car. He was like, man, I'm about to bust this nigga ass and ball. And um, the dude was like, all right, bro, I'm getting ready. And so he said, all right. So he said he was waiting outside in the car for like 30 minutes. Just like on just on Instagram and shit. And then the, and then his homie was like, yo, bro, uh, yo, come in the house. He was like, all right. And he's like, I don't, I don't know why he called me in the house. I thought we were about to go hoop. He said, man, this nigga had a fucking headband on. He's like, bro, look, look at what I'm doing. He said the nigga was on a treadmill at a 2K <laughs> at the Gatorade facility. And he said he's just looking at him like, nigga, what the fuck? Right. He's like, bro, look, he's like, bro, I'm about to kill these niggas on this game today. He's like, bro, you know, I had to get my dude right, you know, to get some boost and shit. He's looking at him like, bro, are you serious? And then he was like, all right, bro, I'm about to go ball and I'm about to ball these niggas up. And then he said he went to um he was playing he was about to go play a park game. He had to wait in line. You know how you got to yeah. Uh, and then they like yeah, he they like was like this nigga really waiting in line to play a video game inside of a video game. <laughs> bro, that's fucking hard. That's <laughs> bro, bro, that that's shit is crazy. crazy. That shit is crazy. And then he was like, you know what? It's gonna lead uh lead to uh virtual reality. Well, on a serious note, yeah, I, serious. I, I didn't said this shit before, and what this shit is is, man, this all that shit is is basically like the fourth dimension, bro. Like this shit is like yeah. a whole. It's another dimension. Like these games now, like, like we 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 think it's a joke, but like we ain't even got to get to VR. Like the shit now with this shit, that shit's another dimension. Yeah, and that's why you you get a. That's why when daylight when he said what he said. And, and from that logical perspective, he puts that shit into like a he brings us back to reality, because it's like yo, I, shit, I I I know the one time I played park, I had to sit in that line. Yeah, I know, like I've done it before, so it's like yo, that shit don't make no sense. It's like really, you should just be able to just go, like no waiting. But the tricky thing, the not the tricky thing, the crazy thing is, niggas, we're so programmed that like niggas will still do that's the most played that's the most played fucking mode yeah. of, the, of that game period and like yeah. nobody is gonna even even look at it from that perspective which is crazy which is fucking crazy and it, like it's just a video game like wow yeah and then he did go on to say he was like man i ain't played that shit since like 2k9 but then he was saying i'm gonna be real though that shit get vr i'm, I'm copping that shit <laughs> for real <laughs> Like nigga, you you mean to tell me I can stand up and hoop and make niggas fall on the floor? Like just standing up in my crib? And then he was like uh demonstrating dribble moves and shit, standing up. But then I was thinking, bro, I was like, well, if we're gonna be standing up playing the VR, like you would play like a Wii, then you, I mean, I guess you technically are getting some exercise. Yeah, because niggas gonna be playing that shit for what, like 12 hours straight, and they standing <laughs> up and shit. So I mean, I guess it wouldn't be all bad, but I mean, it'll, I think the cons will outweigh the pros of it. Um, but um, that shit just might be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what how it is. I, I don't really want to get speaking, my opinion on it because I mean that's a big that's a big change. <laughs> yeah, and speaking on um speaking on uh Nintendo though, bro, I, I got a cop. I got a cop of Switch, bro. Like, oh shit, I they coming out. Right they coming out with that heat, bro. Like they. They coming out with uh, new characters for um Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 
And I love Super Smash Brothers coming up. Like, I got to get that shit. I'm, I'm probably going to get it for, like, Christmas. I bro, think I'm about to. Well, let me know, man, because I got that shit. And I ain't, like, yeah, bro, it's that... just somebody to play with. And I would, I would definitely recommend the Switch. Like, I mean, I will say. They got all the Black classic. They, yeah, they just updated it with all, like, the classic NES games, too. I believe. Shit, I got this. I got Zelda, L.A. Noir, um, that Smash Brothers. I got a whole bunch of fucking games on that thing. I will say it's a little overpriced where when I bought it. Yeah. But you can get that shit Black Friday on a discount. Yeah. It's worth it. It's it's definitely worth it. I, and it might they might have cut the price on it because I know like that was a big complaint because like the shit didn't have like the YouTube app like it wasn't. They were selling that shit like a flagship. How you don't have a YouTube app though? Like that's it, that's crazy. Exactly. They got it now. They got it now. But like. They were selling that shit at the same price of a flagship console, but it didn't have the same, like, you couldn't do the same thing as, like, a PS4 or Xbox. So, like, that's why, like, it was kind of diminishing in sales for a little bit, but... Yeah. I mean, that Zelda, Breath of the Wild... Yeah, I know you had showed me that shit. I was like, yo, this shit look kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm one of them... I'm not even... That's not even my type of game. Like, I just went out and bought this shit. I ain't never played no Zelda before. But I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna get a switch. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get the Smash Brothers. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get this fuck. I'm gonna get that Zelda game. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. The Zelda Breath of the Wild, I ain't even beat it. I'm like just I'm I'm I mean I'm in, I'm into the game, but I'm probably not even halfway into you it. Just, it's a long you, ass you, game. You one of those people that you just come and go to the game like every few months. Yeah. You'll play it. Yeah, that's how it was with me and Uncharted. Uncharted, I think the the latest Uncharted. It took me like a year to beat that shit because I wasn't playing it straight. You know, I was just playing it every couple months. That shit, though, I, I highly recommend that game. Like, it's just, it's it's just another level. Yeah. It, it, that, if it wasn't for that game, the Switch wouldn't even be viable, in my opinion. If it wasn't for like the the, the key flagship games that it has, I mean, it, shit, you could you could make an argument that Zelda is just as popular, if not more popular, than Mario. Well, I would say, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Zelda Breath of the Wild, that game put it into another atmosphere because this shit is still consistent with how it's been. And I'm not just saying it. Like, even Zelda, like, hardcore Zelda fans are saying that this game, this game is the best Zelda game ever created. Shit. And this is, like... High praise. It's been, like, 20-something Zelda games. Like, right, like, right. It's That's... been so many Zelda games released. So that says a lot. So, true, true. true. Got to put, got to put respect on. Nice. Yeah, got to put res- uh, respect on Zelda's name. Yeah, so it's really, it's really out there. Um, but I'm gonna have to look into, look more into, uh, the, into the Switch because I had just, I had just, let, I had let my brother have it for a little bit. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just use it because I wanted to have like a, something like a tablet. Yeah. Oh yeah, because right. you can. You can use that other pieces like a you said like a tablet, right? Yeah, so like I, that's on that's how I got mine because I couldn't find the um I couldn't find the dock. I couldn't find the dock the way you can plug it up to the TV. Yeah. But I just so it's already I just got it like the handheld. Um, so the so graphics I, are dope as hell on the the handheld. I mean for it to be I'll say this, the only I'll say if it's a it's a it's a console. Like it's legit a right. console. So like when I bought the when I bought the um switch, the only reason why I didn't, because I think I said I'm gonna take it back. The only reason why I didn't take it back is because I still felt like 
this I still feel like the Switch is the um it's one of the consoles of the future. I still feel like it's one of the consoles of the future. Like period. Because but we're gonna we're getting tired of just having to sit at home with a console that just sits at home. Like because we move. We this is true. Go. But I mean like to to that point though, Sony did it, you know, they, they still got don't they got the PS Vita or whatever that shit is called? Okay, so so it's been done before. The PA they had the PSP. It's been done yeah, before. Yeah, I had the original PSP way back in the day, bro. That that shit was dope. But sometimes you can be a victim of being too far ahead of your time. You know what I mean? Like and true. That that can tri- that can trickle down into the what? technology. But then again, wasn't Nintendo first with the Game Boy? Nintendo was first, so that's what I'm saying. So it's been done before, but I feel like the Switch, like I feel like the Switch in itself is this is. This is like this is what they were trying to get to all the way back then. Exactly. If you look at this, I'm looking at this shit right now. It looks like a big ass Game Boy. If you really look at it, when it like a handheld, it looks like a big ass Game Boy, but with a big enough monitor to where you can literally you can live with that shit. Shit. You can live with that shit. This this screen is not small. Like it's not the screen's like the size of like two Galaxy Notes, but it's nice. It's big enough to where you can hold it in the way it's you can hold it in both hands comfortably. Right. So that's why I didn't take it back because I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep this shit because I really feel like legit. I, they, I, I feel like people gonna look at the switch. I was like, one or two things can happen. This 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 console can die off, but if they make a YouTube app, okay, whatever. I can use it as a handheld. Like it could be like my iPad or like my little tablet. Right. Or people are gonna be they're gonna be practical and be logical and look at it as, oh shit. This is a mother. This is a system to where I can play Zelda when I'm at home on a 4K TV. I can plug this bitch up easily to a 4K TV, 70 inch TV, and play Zelda. And, oh and God, play, dude, those fucking specs, 70 a, inch 4K. Bro, oh man. So so see where I'm going with this shit. I can take this. I can take the same fucking console and dock it down and plug it up to a 70 inch 4K TV and play Zelda. They got 2K on that shit. They got all the flagship games now. You know what I mean? And they, yeah, they got now, Smash Brothers. Now, now, obviously, the graphics ain't as good for like the sports games and shit. But it's exactly. still fun, though. It's still fun. And think about it like this. Now, what if it's a shift? What if it's a shift and people look at the Switch and more people buy the Switch? What well, 2K would develop? I mean, you know, this is out there because I still think, I still think Sony they just got a grip of the video game market for right now. But just look at where I'm looking at how Nintendo could go. Uh-huh. If people look at Nintendo in a practical way, like this is the console of the future, more people start buying Nintendo, that becomes the Switch becomes or the next Switch, the next console becomes like the new PlayStation, the new Sony, then 2K would develop the we, that game. Well, we can't we can't forget about Microsoft either. We can't. But but just with the Switch, I feel like they, they did something with the Switch. Like I like where I'm, where I'm going with it is, you can plug that shit up at home, watch it on 4K. And then, boom, boom, you got to travel, you got to go home, shit, you got to go to work for some people. Right. I want to still play the game. All you got to do is take that bitch off the dock, <laughs> put the handhelds to that bitch, and take the shit with you, and still play the fucking, still play That's the game. Very convenient. Extremely convenient. You can't do that shit with PlayStation. You can't do that shit with no other system right now. You can only do that with the Switch. So, you see where I'm going with that shit? If you can get it to where these games could, like, have, like, the up to date graphics, like that's why I said I kept the Switch, dude. I was like, this is the shit. This is the, this is this still might be the might be one of the consoles of the future. I like, can legit. see it. It's only been out a couple years, right? 
Yeah, and even when it came out, it didn't even have no good games, and people bought that shit off of hype. And then when Smash Brothers came out, it's like people started buying it in waves because I think it's still too. It's it's one of those systems that's still ahead of its time. It's a niche. It's a niche system for right now. Yeah. But I think they hit it. They hit it on the mark because I'm telling you, it played. It's you remember that? Console. What you remember that game? Um, they never released. I don't know if it was for Switch. I think you were talking about it. How realistic it was. Um, uh, you talking about um, my, um, with the little kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. He can be like your best friend. Yeah. And like, see, they're says, they're taking this. They're 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 doing some shit that like Sony and Microsoft ain't even thinking about. Like that's like augmented reality, pretty much. Yeah. Let me look. I'm glad you brought that up because that's good to talk about. I ain't gonna lie. I got I got chills thinking about that shit. I, I, I did that, too. I did too because <laughs> I forgot all about how that realistic shit. that shit looked. Because that shit was so far ahead of its time. Um, that shit was so far ahead of its time. And like I was saying, people got to understand when people say stuff like it's ahead of its time, that's not, that's not like, don't get spooked out by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just Sony. I mean, not Sony. Nintendo has just always been ahead of the curve. Yeah. Like sometimes you can be ahead of your time in the way the technology in itself is just not up to the standards. Like I think a good example, um, I, was it the cloud service? It was a it was a company that um I think it was a company that was it a, it was, it's, it's a lot it's, it's, if you look in the early stages of technology um I can't really remember a lot of examples off the top of my head because it happened all the time where you would have a company that would come up with a concept like um like um I, I think video games it might have been Sony uh, um Nintendo who who was a victim of this uh-huh. to where. They made um, I don't know if they made a, a a Game Boy. They were trying to make the Game Boy, the handheld of the future, and the and the latency just wasn't up to the, wasn't up to the um to the future to where you nobody would want to buy this shit. So then they finally made the Switch. They finally caught on with the Switch to where now you can actually it's no lag. You can play it like a handheld, and you can play it on the TV, to where you can actually play this shit like a console. Like, um, but I'm gonna look up this. I'm gonna look up the um. That, the name of that game, and basically the game that that me and Donnie was discussing before was a company developed this this uh, augmented reality game. I think for the the initial launch of Xbox 360, to where um, you're basically making making you basically have a character that's your that's your best friend, and it's another reality on a video game, and. That you, you mold that character's responses on how you like, interact with them in in the fucking video game, and the shit was and, th- and this was like in two thousand like eight or something like that, two thousand nine, and like they yeah. had a, they had an actual E three, they had a trailer of the game, they had an actual E three, um, the company of the E three showing of it, and that shit even back then seemed like they were in two thousand forty, dog. I'm not even gonna lie, like I think I put it in the group chat. That video seemed like they were even in 2040. And, like, the shit was just so far ahead of its time, they couldn't even develop the game. Because yeah. it was getting even... It was getting ethical. Like, it even brought morals into it. Like... I think, pe- I think people were even... Um, they were saying, like, was that shit even real? Yeah, I did see that, too. They were like, was it... It could have been... It could have <clears> been, like, a, a, 
It could have been a scam, but I started to think. I think what it was was I. I feel like that company had figured out a technology. They, they had a, and they, they're trying to write it off like it's a scam, but it was real. Yeah, I think that <laughs> company. Because if you really look at it, one of the best games released. Usually, the best games are released at the very beginning of a new console. Right. Because it's been it's it's been companies shit right now. When they, when the next when the next PlayStation and Xbox come out, it's probably going to be the next Assassin's Creed. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's a company right now that's that's with these niggas at Stanford or stay out here somewhere where they 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 working on a fucking game right now where they don't they working on that shit, but they're able to work with technology of right now. So when that whenever the next PlayStation come out, boom, they can actually put, they can release their first game, and that might be the the next game of the future. And um. That's that's how they do it, man. I'm um, and I, I've noticed that's when they, when these consoles first come out, that's usually when the best games are released because they had so many years to work on that first game. Right. Like they probably been, people be having be working on these games for ten years before these damn consoles come out. Like they be working on the concepts and shit. They boom. Like bro, like it's similar to how um we look at shit in pop culture with like The Simpsons, how they predict this shit, like damn near. 20 years ago it's like nintendo it's like they're showing you what the future is over a decade ago but yep. people people just didn't they couldn't see it they were just like nah this this shit isn't it you know but lo and behold we'll see that in what like five to ten years that shit will be real yep and it's no. like they, they previewed the future like 10 years ago And you know, um, speaking of just being the victim of like, like of the ego and of the times, I was looking at like uh, doing research on just photography. Remember we was talking about the cameras and stuff the other day. Yeah. And how people don't realize Kodak they created the digital camera first, and they had they had got actual commercials, and they actually have like they actually advertised the digital camera first. But these niggas just didn't even, they just, they created like one digital camera and they just stopped creating digital cameras and they went back to creating the old cameras, like the old, like old black and gray cameras. So like these niggas actually created the digital camera. Uh huh. And they got washed right under the wave because they didn't see what the fuck they had. They didn't stick with their, their gut feeling. Another thing that I've realized, people don't understand who actually created the first like home desktop computer. This shit is going to probably blow people's mind. Gateway. It was Xerox. Bro. Ah, shit. Zip, bro. Oh, my God. I was mom fucked when I looked at this video, dude. It was fucking Xerox. Xerox came out with this, um, yeah, the copy company, the um, printing company. Yeah, the, pr- the printer. Yeah. In the 70s, they came out with this concept for this, um, for this virtual, like, it was a, a home, um, what did they call it? Uh, office manager, I think is what they called it. Bro, it's commercials of this shit. Oh, shit. I seen it. Like, it's commercials. It's videos. It's actual real-life commercials of Xerox in the 80s. I think it's in the 70s. Of this of this concept. They made one. That's crazy, though. And that shit was like a real computer. Way before the Mac. All this shit. Because guess who? Okay. Way, way ahead of his time. So this nigga Steve Jobs came over there with his friends. <laughs> Being a genius he is. This is how the story went. And they just gave the nigga the concept because they didn't even wow. know what they had. Wow. They gave him the concept. 
And like it was like Steve Jobs, and I think it was like I think it was Tom Allen. But it was like the, it was like three or four of the top ones that founded Apple. They were they had met, they had met with Xerox, and um they just basically gave him the concept. And like even Steve Jobs and them was like y'all do y'all know what y'all got? Like this is like <laughs> they weren't even hiding it, but the niggas just still gave him the concept. That's crazy. He just he came never in. victim to that shit. <laughs> he just came in and just like well. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And just and just and took it. Yeah. You know they said a um a black man was the one that started it. Um the internet, I think I have to look it up. But he's like the fa- he calls himself the the father of the internet or some shit. I've seen that. Yeah. But you don't hear about him getting credit. Okay, I think the the game the name of the game was is it Project Milo? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Project Milo. <clears throat> it was released. It wasn't released. Um, the concept, yeah, the the concept was uh, shown in two thousand and nine, and it was developed. It was a project in development by Lionhead Studios, which is a real studio, um, by the way, uh-huh. uh, for Xbox three sixty. For the um, this is around. Well, Xbox 360 had already been out, but it was that was in the prom of like the 360 and PS3 uh, console war. That was like shit. That's when that was in the prom of that shit. That was right. like really when everything was going getting real. So, um, yeah, basically they released this game called Project Milo, and I would rec- recommend y'all go to YouTube and just do research on the internet about that game. Um, yeah, E3 2009. They did a whole, it's like a six-minute video where they actually show a concept video. And that shit is basically where it's this little this little boy is like, you don't control the little boy, I don't believe. I think he's like your nah, friend. He just, yeah, he's like an assistant, like a, a Siri or like a Alexa. But that shit is like, they were, they were trying to really get really, really, really unethical <laughs> in 2009 man that shit is that's that's a crazy precedent you wake up in a video game you wake up one day and your uh your bank account is uh clean and you ask Bruh. you like milo what happened he's like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you tell me you <laughs> getting crazy ass phone calls and shit right right like bro like this is 2009 when these niggas made that shit. And then they, for them to come out and say, oh, it wasn't real. And we know, like, I mean, I'm looking at the developer, the designer. It's got all the shit right here. They literally tried to cover this up. That's because what they did was they paid them niggas off. They paid them off. These, not this Xbox. These higher ups paid that nigga off and was like, okay, we're going to pay you off for that technology that you use or for that, for that code system or that coding. Or however you coded that shit, they either paid this nigga off for the code that he created, or they paid him to be to shut the fuck up, to give over his over his code, and to cre- uh, create code for their company. Simple. Yeah. Because you can't have no, you can't have no, you can't have nobody creating a video game like that without having somebody, without having a higher up put their hand in it. You know how hard it is to create a video game? And I mean, now, for right now, with that type of concept, these niggas did that shit in 09? Yeah, that shit. They was working on that shit. 
they were had to be working on that shit since like the early two thousands. That shit would that shit would have been groundbreaking. They had to be working on this game since like the late nineties, early two thousands. If you really want to be be put it, if you really think about it, they don't just work on games overnight. More right. than likely, they had been working on this game. If it was unveiled in E three oh nine, they was working on that. Usually, they, I think the game is usually done by that by that time. It's basically done. So that means they had already been working on this game since at least 2004, 2005, at least. I think they had to have that concept, the initial concept, early 2000s. Yeah, I definitely can see that. Just imagine what they're making now, though. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like that was was profound because it was, like, it was showing you, like, oh, kind of showing you what the future will, will hold. Like that was that was beyond VR. These motherfuckers give you a VR experience without having to give you a VR system, which is fucking crazy. They was talking about yeah, if little kids get a hold of the game. If if somebody was to uh, or like if it was uh, uh, somebody was to hack the game or something, or right? Like PC version, or you know, even with YouTube, if somebody was basically to get a hold of the game, what if it, what if Mala was to get kids to commit suicide and shit? Crazy. I mean, that that could be a real possibility, though. Like, wasn't it wasn't it a video that was getting little kids to do crazy shit that was making them commit suicide this year with the little demon on YouTube? Yep. yep. I mean, come on. That's why they was like, yeah, we can't let this nigga release. We can't let them release nothing like this, dude. Hell no. We can't let them on a video game? Bro, we get connected with real life. Like, we feel like that nigga C- Like, we all feel like we know that nigga CJ from San Andreas. Yep. I don't give a fuck who you is. You feel like you can call that nigga right now. Now just imagine a motherfucking little kid named Milo <laughs> with little kids that ain't, with little kids that they best friend is the fucking Xbox. And this nigga will literally become your best friend. Nigga, man, let's start brainwashing people, man. So they was like, hell no, nah, let's get that concept. <laughs> That right. just goes to show you these niggas are way ahead of us. They just slowly, they just slowly throwing this shit on us. Yeah, bro. The, them, uh, the foreign developers, they, they've always been like a step ahead. I just feel like I feel like a lot of this shit, a lot of the games, though, shit, just on a conspiracy. I'm gonna put my tenfold uh, koofy on. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this shit is just. These concepts were already created. Like they were already like they were already here. Like they're like stolen concepts. Like I feel like all this technology we already had. Like they just had to slowly unveil this shit on us. I agree with that. Slowly, slowly, slowly give us a little bit. But it's interesting to see where where VR goes. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if I'll be. I mean, I'll probably end up getting into it, but I'm always slow about getting into new shit like that. I just want to kind of see how everything goes. <laughs> right, right. Before I jump into it. Let them work like, out the 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 uh, the technical difficulties of it. Yeah, let other people do that shit. <laughs> but I feel like that shit would be just a shift. I feel like once somebody figured that VR out, it's just going to, there'll be no longer consoles. But I think like the people that's got this creating these consoles are trying to kind of stop it. They're trying to stop. They're trying to stop it from happening because they kind of know. I mean, I think it's too late at this point. Yeah, 
Because it's always got to be a shift. It's always going to be a shift. Are you playing a 2K20 now? Uh, nah, it's, it's downloading. I'm playing a rec game in 2K19. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking about probably getting it I mean, in the I, morning. I mean, I knew I was going to, like, it, I mean, it's 2K. If you if you follow 2K, yes, you're, you're probably going to trash the game, but you know you're probably still going to end up getting it. Because it's like, I mean, that 2K doesn't have competition. Live is trying to make a comeback, but unless they do something drastic, I mean, I don't know how they could really take up the market like that, you know? I think live uh, this year, they had the, they canceled the release of their game, so. Really? Yeah. So they're done. <laughs> Damn. We're stuck with what we got. <laughs> We're stuck with what we got. So. 2K a monopoly. Yeah, but I mean, like I was saying before, it's going to get to the point, bro, like, we're not stupid. Human, I mean, we're not dumb. It's going to get to the point where we're going to get tired. They're going to get comfortable, and we're going to get tired of all the ads. 2K, gonna really, one year, they're going to they get comfortable and be like, well, shit, they're going to buy anything. And they're going to give us a crazy shit where they're going make to make unskippable cutscenes again. Right. And somebody going to come out with another concept for another basketball game. Or, you know, you never know what can happen. There's always got to be a change. I know it's a... um. It's a company that's making making a generic college football game. And that shit is actually looking pretty fucking good. It's their first game, and it's looking good. I haven't heard about this. It's called Maximum Football. I think it's Doug Flutie's Maximum Football. This is their second game that they're releasing. These This company is like, this is their second game. On what uh, what console? I think it's, it's going to be on PS, PS4 and Xbox. I don't think it's. I think it's gonna be on everyone, but I think it's just on the two big ones. But it's supposed to be releasing this month sometime. Oh shit, that's that's interesting. I can see XFL having their own game. I I think that I think that's what I think that's gonna be the. I think we're gonna need the XFL. This is gonna we need this competition, and I think it's gonna be done right this time. I hope it will be, because I really feel like Vince. We don't need somebody like Vince McMahon with that type of charisma. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I can still watch WWE to this day. And we still have close friends that watch WWE to this day because it's still a really, 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 really good brand. And the reason why is because of Vince McMahon. True. I cannot imagine him having full creative control over a football league. Holy shit. Like, that to me is like... That to me is like the, the ultimate. I feel like he'd be like the ultimate fucking football commissioner. Are you serious, Vince McMahon? I definitely can see it. <laughs> Vince McMahon, he let these niggas put their name, put put their nicknames in the back of their jerseys. You know how like innovative that is. Put their own name on, put their own names in the back of their jersey. I think Rod Smart, his name was he hate me, because the motherfuckers hated. Uh, hated having to guard him or hated when he had to guard. I forgot what position Rod Smart played. Yeah, that's, I think he played both sides of the ball in the XFL. That's some great marketing. Like, these motherfuckers have true life you nicknames. Can, yeah, you could just see those those being like hashtags and shit. Hashtags? Your own bro, come on, man. Like, Goodell, like, he's still running this shit like we in the fucking 70s. Like, nah, dog. Like, we, it's a shift. Like, now you're seeing, you're seeing, 
rebellion type energy. Like I know I was looking at uh, earlier, they had this shit with um. Mar- I know it was a joke, but Marshawn Lynch was out there with Bear Grylls doing like a little hunt. Uh huh. But what I'm trying to bring up is, they people understand like, then this is on like live TV, and he was asking himself. But people understand like what real entertainment like. The people are putting all the other all the other shit to the side, and they understand like. They're giving us what we really want, like, basically. If, they, if it's a nigga from the hood that's going to be entertaining, we're going to put him on TV. <laughs> right. going to give him a platform. Man, I'm cool with that shit. I'm cool with that. Fuck it. That adds more, adds more flavor to shit. Like, now you see all the, all the, all the coolest comedians, all the best comedians are Insta- on Instagram. <laughs> Supreme Dreams? Come on, dog. They just... It's just um, the platforms, it, it just opens stuff up, you know? So you get these. I, I was just thinking about that earlier today. Like I was seeing, um, I saw this Twitter video from uh, Spice Adams. Spice Adams? But I didn't, I was like, bro, I was like, what is he? Because, I mean, he does skits and shit, but I don't know if he's actually like a comedian, like, you know, that does stand up. It's like they they created like their own new like subgenre, like. Well, I feel like we were like in the I feel like we in the middle of a shift. So like I say comedians, but I agree like there is. I think it's still so early in what they are that we don't really know because it's his own thing. So like I still say comedians because they give you they still have the same type of energy. So I say like this is the new age comedian. Those are the new age comedians, but like it's there it's deeper than that. Like yeah. It's deeper than being a comedian, like. But I feel like they're, I feel like they're. It's just so so early. These are like the forefathers of this new genre, and we don't even have a name for it yet. So I just, I mean, the only thing I can, I guess, we can be the ones to create the shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, it's literally a new genre, and I feel like those are these niggas are. I'd rather watch Supreme Dream, Spice Adams, uh, Jeremiah Phillips. I re- I rather watch these type of dudes than than uh than Kevin Love or uh, Kevin Hart. Real real talk. I feel. Like, I mean, like real talk. Yeah, I feel that. Real talk, real talk. I, even even when but even when he was popping, like you know me, I like Kevin Hart. But like, I feel like you know his his comedy is funny. But I'm just saying these other niggas that own these other um a, a, these weird platforms, these non traditional platforms. These are like these niggas are like just as funny, and this is this is like a new. These are a new age. This is a new genre, a new age comedian. Uh, ha ha Phillips, like all of them, like shit. I be that should be I be rolling. I'm like yo, and how can you make somebody laugh? If you can make somebody laugh in five seconds, like that's even that takes a, a more talent than a, than a traditional comedian, in my opinion. Yeah, like, that's that's an art. But then again, bro, getting up on the stage though. Oh, that's hard. I don't think there's nothing like it. That's why I say it's two different. It's two different. Um, you can't really compare them. They got the same energies, but it's two different. Um, two different genres. It's two different genres because you know, you could also say when you're recording shit that'll always when we when we got technology that that'll always be there. You can never take back what you put out. Like it's all it's permanent, you know. Same if you were getting your getting a stand up recorded, but not all stand ups are recorded, right? But just being up on the stage is like another dimension to it. But 
Shit, I mean, I would love that shit. I feel like once you kind of pull that that um extrovert energy out, it's like you, it becomes a high. Especially if you're good at what you do. Like, come on, that nigga Dave Chappelle probably love that shit. Right. And, and you know, being so damn polarizing and shit, because everybody's so sensitive nowadays about content and shit, what people are saying. Bro, this nigga just shifted the whole universe with a, in, in an hour. And shit, he made what I'm going to probably make in the next 10 years in an hour. And he just and he just politically and socially accomplished what I would what I want to accomplish in a motherfucking hour stand up. What I mean, that's the best of every every aspect of society. You feel me? Like right. That's why I always said. I said it before multiple times. Like comedy, comedy in itself, that's one of the most rebellious genres. Um, being a comedian, like you know, kind of off on a tangent within what we're talking about. Like that's like. Being a comedian in itself is 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 a powerful, powerful figure in society, and this is why you see a lot of them are victims of uh, of being um, basically programmed and uh, attacked by the government, and being under different uh, under di- weird shit like Kevin Hart getting into that accident like right after the uh, right after the Dave Chappelle stand up. And yeah, that that, this- that that shit's crazy, and they're trying to cancel them for uh, the the comments towards Little Nas X. On uh, like, LeBron's TV show, uh, cancel Ke- uh, Chappelle or Kevin? No, Kevin Hart. Because what did he say? All right, so you know LeBron, he has this show called The Shop on HBO, where he gets like different people in pop culture to come and just like have a conversation, like people would have at you know at any barbershop in America, pretty much. So and um, they had Little Nas X up there with Kevin Hart, Kevin Love. You know, Maverick Carter. LeBron wasn't actually in the episode um, with, uh, I already said Kevin Love. Oh, Charlemagne. And uh, they asked uh, Little Nas X, you know, about him coming out, you know, as uh, gay. And he was saying, you know, well, it wasn't out. He was like, he's saying he wasn't forced or anything to come out. And, you know, it's just because, you know, growing up, he was taught to hate it, you know, because he... um, he grew up in the hood or whatever. And Kevin Hart was like, what? Like, he like, what? You're gay? Like, okay, I, I don't get it. Like, what? Okay. And people were saying Kevin Hart was being dismissive about it. Like, he was being homophobic. But I look at it as, like, Kevin Hart is saying, bro, it's not a big deal that you're gay. Like, okay, you're gay, but that's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we're going to look at you a lot of people are gonna look at you differently now, you know. Well, if Kevin Hart would have not said anything, they would have said he wasn't sympathetic. Yeah, you know, if he would have said what he, you know, it's always, it's a it's a it's a lose lose for a masculine for for it don't even matter about race when it comes to that. Like it's a lose lose for a male and right now. So like really, what I'm gonna say is like rhetorically, why are we talking about this? You know what I mean? That's where it comes from. Like it's like. These motherfuckers want us to be like they want us to give them the attention on. on oh yeah, calling, yeah, calling already, yeah, already know. You know, I already know. And it's and it, and it pisses me off is because it's like we know these motherfuckers are illogical. Like that's illogical. You know what I mean? Like because because I can see. I guess it's no big deal. 
they he's sitting up there here. He's a man just like everybody else, which is why they invited him onto that. Right. But that's not the main reason. Let's be real. Right. And because he's he's popular too. Yeah. But you know, for the context of you know just the interaction, he's a man just like everybody else up there, and they up there having a conversation like men. And I can agree with Kevin Hart. It's like you sitting up there, you looking at him like he a man, like so he's gay, like okay, he's sitting y'all y'all there conversating like 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 men. Well, I think it. I think another layer to it was added because Kevin Hart had gotten in trouble. I don't remember if you if you remember it was last year because he he had a joke where he was talking about something. If, he was saying like if his son was gay, he would beat the gay out of him, and he was trying to host the Oscars, and they were trying to yeah, cancel. Yeah. They were trying to cancel him for that, and he was like, you know what, fuck this. He's like, I don't care about that. He's like, I'm not apologizing. Then he went and apologized. He went on like an apology tour. Yeah. He, he basically was hypocritical because yeah. he wanted to host the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, but then what you can also look at on the flip side is he really should have just shut his mouth. Yeah. Because he did say what he said. So, yeah, he probably should have just kept his mouth shut and just but, not even. I mean, I can feel him. But you know how you know how it is now. People live, people see a 30 second clip and think they know the whole story. That wasn't the whole clip. Like, I watched the. um like a minute long, another version of it. Like it was a minute, the original version. But Kevin, he had more to say. He pretty much was like, "Bro, like, okay, you, you shouldn't be looked at any differently or anything." I'm like paraphrasing right now because of your sexuality and stuff like that. And but people were just looking at it from that first minute of him, like, "What? What? What do you mean, gay?" Like, and then the, the, look, critic, yeah. the critic part. And then Lil Nas X was like, "Man, come on, bro. Like, he's like, you know what I'm talking about." Especially coming from the black community and shit. And people are like, ah, why is he up there with, why is Lil Nas X up there with uh, known homophobes and all this other bullshit? And that's, that's another part that I was that I had to add too is that it's, it was probably a setup too. He should have been aware of that. That's just probably one of those things, knowing the history that he's had, he probably should have just took that L and just passed up on that endorsement too. Yeah. Because I mean, once again, it just comes up in a negative light, neg- negative. Negative light. Yeah. So I mean, he could have put. He probably should have just passed up on that endorsement. But you know, I don't give a fuck about these Dave. I don't care. Like you know. Yeah. Um. To this point, I understand it's a setup. I just don't try to give it no energy no more. These motherfuckers don't have any logic. A lot of times, some of them, some of the times they do. But a lot of times, people don't have logic when it comes to that shit. Because I, you know, so it's not worth me to even trying to feed my energy into it. I agree. Because it's going to be a lose-lose. It's going to be a lose-lose for me. <laughs> yep. Then if you if you come at them any type of way, you know, they're going to try to get you out of here, you know what I'm saying, over the smallest shit. It's like motherfuckers are so sensitive nowadays. On a higher level, though, is it uh, any update on Kevin Hart? Like, I haven't, like, I didn't really, I don't really keep up with stuff like that. Well, uh, from what I've seen, and I've only seen stuff, you know, on social media, because, I mean, I, I I don't really follow him like that. I think I follow him on Twitter, but uh, from what I've seen is he had a, a successful back surgery. He had, like, three spinal cracks. Shit. Yeah, so the shit, it was serious. And apparently he was in, like, a lot of pain. So they had to hurry up and get him a surgery to try to, I guess, correct some stuff. But um, but yeah, bro. He uh, I think they said he was gonna make a full recovery. He just had to do extensive rehab. But he's lucky. 
Okay, good. I mean, I'm I'm gonna hope him uh, for a speedy recovery, but you know, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan. I just feel like- I just think that shit was weak. How they tried to like right after the him getting in the car crash, they trying to cancel him over some bullshit. Yeah, like come on, dog. <laughs> like kick him, kick a man while he's down and shit. But I mean, uh, it's, this is the shit that we that we had to deal with. Like, yeah, just come back, come back stronger, come back stronger. That's what Dave Chappelle's showing. You come back stronger. Um, but I, I mean, I hate to say it, Dave Chappelle. Make, I mean, he, he made me not really like the, these other comedians as much because he's he's proven that you can still do what the fuck you want to do. Like, bro, that's, that's why he's like, no excuse. Him prior, it's like it's hard for me to decide who I think is the greatest of all time. But he's up there with with prior for me. Um. Especially I mean, for his for content, it's got to be Chappelle because yeah. it's my time. Shit, yeah, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't grow go... up on Pryor, but I've seen a lot of his work. And, like, um, I mean, I ain't gonna be one of them old head niggas. Like, I'm gonna be real. Like, I ain't grow up on Pryor. Like, I ain't really. Like, I, I, I know some of his works. I, I watched him before. Yeah, but I grew up on Chappelle, and like, I mean, Chappelle is. I mean, he he's a Pryor of our time. Like. And I think when it's all said and done, we're gonna look back at how, at how his career went. This is some crazy shit. Like he's in his prime. Like what, fifteen years later, some crazy shit. Yeah. Like I mean, crazy shit. Yeah. In his prime, way later than what than Net, Net, Netflix gave him that bag real quick. Shit, he gonna keep Netflix afloat. He gonna be one of them series to keep that shit afloat because they sinking. Yep. Roku know what the fuck they doing. Nah, hey, Disney, Disney Plus about to get Netflix yeah. the fuck out of here, bro. When Disney come out. It's gonna put everything on sh- on shutdown. Disney and and ESPN Plus. True, true. Because because the, the thing with ESPN Plus, what people forget, they got the UFC. But it's not. But but it's not the actual ESPN channel, which I think it, a lot of people confuse it with. It's not. But that shit has this shit was just unveiled last year, and when Disney Plus come out, see, it's gonna be some streaming wars going coming on. See, it's about to be some good competition when it comes to this TV shit. So it's gonna be some streaming wars. So we're gonna get some crazy ass deals, I think. Yeah. And I think one of them is I think with ESPN Plus, because the problem now is you're not getting the flagship game. So like really the problem is that you really they're not really people aren't buying it. It's because I can look at this, I can buy a stream. I mean, I can um I can go on grandma streams or Reddit and I got the game for free. Right. Or I can just buy cable. Because I can't watch the LSU and Texas game at seven thirty on ESPN Plus because I got it because that comes on normal TV or that comes on um you know ACC Network or it comes that's like one of the prime time games so it don't show you the prime time game which is what most of the games where people want to watch like right now I'm watching Boise State and Marshall like nobody want to watch that shit on a fucking eleven thirty on a Thursday night. On the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. I, you know that, what I mean? That shit is funny, bro, because I, I think they do that because they feel like at this time of the week, a lot of people are going to be out. So they're not, you know, so they're like, all right, we're going to throw this game on because we know that the people on the East Coast don't really care about this game, but they'll probably be out, you know, drinking and whatnot. Might catch exactly. it. Might see it at like a sports bar or some shit, you know? Exactly. So... I mean, I'm not normal. I'm, you know me. I'm a hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, college football I'm, fan, hardcore. Like I'm all the way in there. Like I'm all the way in there. Like when it don't, I tell, I tell my 
I told my uh, schedule manager last night. I was like, because I forgot to put my schedule in and it locked up. So I had to go tell her, like, you know, she's like, you know, just tell me what you want. I was like, I don't care where you put me. You can put me any six other days of the week, but Saturday. And we got a rule. We got to work at least two Saturdays in a, in a six-week period. Yeah. Like, nah. I'm like, nah, I put my shit in Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every other week. Don't put me on no Saturdays because I'm watching all this college football. Because I will. I mean, I like them shit. I mean, it's still corrupt. But, I mean, I, I, I see it for what it is. This game has been around. People, believe it or not, basketball, football, these games have been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Like, we've been playing this shit for thousands of years. Don't get it twisted. This is why we have such a car connection with it. Nigga, these, we, we find it acceptable. We find it acceptable for us to put on some motherfucking shoulder pads and to literally have niggas out there that can squat cars, running head first into each other. One of the most, this shit is, this shit is like some dark age. This nigga not going to be able to know what his name is in like 10 years. Man, this football is a dark age. Bro, did you, like, and, and look at, and where we, we continue to pass it on. You see Leonard Fournette's son? No, I ain't even seen him. Bro, his son literally is probably, you know, he's in Pop Warner, probably like five or six. He literally leveled a kid. Like he, ridiculous. it was, um, what's that drill you do when you go head to head? Oklahoma. Yeah, they were doing that. He literally just truck stick the kid. I'm gonna look it up. Like I was like, bro, and Leonard Fournette was like, yeah, you know, he was like hyping it up or whatever. I was like, bro, like it's, that's fucked up because these kids growing up having brain damage because of this. Bro, is that, well, what I was getting at, um, I, what I was getting at with the with the sport though is like, I mean, the sport's been around for forever, and even as this this. In any society, any uh, highly intelligent society, I don't think football, like, I don't think football is probably, like, acceptable or would be as big as it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you would think, like, this is why I think we're shifting more to basketball, too, by the way. Uh, but I'll get to more of that. This is why I think basketball is becoming more, more of a popular sport is because our consciousness is increasing and we're starting to see football for what it is. It's a dark age game. Yeah. Because it's been around for forever. But we still find it acceptable, which is this is the game really and it's, it's not an acceptable and it's like game. and it's like they try to, you know, change certain rules to protect players, but nobody wants to see football soft though. You know, we don't want to see flag football. We want to see a nigga right. get his head knocked off. You know, so it's gonna it's gonna get to the point where the game has already changed. But I, I, it's going to get to the point where I, football is, I feel like it's going to always be here in some type of capacity because it's been here for so long. Yeah. But I feel like uh, we're going to start shifting more towards uh, basketball because basketball is... It's international, man. It's not just international, but the, the game in itself, I think it takes another... Uh, how can I put this? Because I think the ultimate, the ultimate strategy game, when it comes to actually actual strategy... The ultimate game is football. And people might be like, oh, are you, are you just saying that because you're a football fan? You're a dumb football fan. I can break that. I can I can support my argument by one simple claim. I thought this the other day. The reason why football is the ultimate strategy game and it takes the ultimate strategy to be a football coach is because that's the sport where it's, the, it's, it's multiple ways to score. So with it being multiple ways to score, you have to have multiple ways of, of having – your team to allow this to be, to be able to score. 
And what I mean by that, in football, you can kick a field goal, three points, extra point, that's one point. Uh-huh. You can uh, score a touchdown, that's six. You can get a safety, that's two. So for each of those, each each way to score, you have to have a defensive set to cause a safety to get those two points. Right. If that time comes, you have to have the field goal team on both sides. You have to have to have that your field goal team on defense set to where if you block a kick, you can get two points the other way. On the flip side, you have to have a a field goal team to where you can get the three points or the one point successfully. So with it being just that extra layer of uh, ways of scoring, that already adds another layer of strategy to the game. So I think the ultimate strategy game is football. But when it comes to like um when it comes to how intricate and the, the delicacies and uh, the complexities of the game, I think the most complex game is basketball. Yeah. I can say, well, I mean, I think you can, there, you can have an argument for both ways. You can. You can. Well, you can because of, because football like, is still the other extra ways of scoring. Like, but I feel like with basketball, when it comes to the, like you can't teach one. It's no one right one right way on how to make a layup. <laughs> it's like it's no one right way on how to make a layup. So like that's the ultimate art. It's no one right way on how to make a three pointer. It's like you either make that shit or you don't. Like you have multiple ways of getting to the hoop to make a layup. Yeah. So you know, like, so it's the ultimate game of art, and like I think it's 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 it's, it's intricate. But I think the ultimate game of skill is football. Easily. Easy, I mean, easily. Because it's, it's always those, those ways of, it's extra ways of scoring. Which adds another layer of strategy on both ends. And it's more it's more players. Like, it's, it's a lot harder. <laughs> it's a lot harder to coach 50 plus alpha males with brain damage. <laughs> Them motherfucking basketball players. Like, it's a lot harder to coach niggas out there that will probably, like, real life football players are just built differently. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, a lot of the football players, ex football players, are the ones that's in jail. <laughs> well, it's, the, it's that brain damage, that, C- it's that brain CTE, damage, bro. bro. It's that CTE. So, I mean, it's a, this, it's a lot harder to coach. The niggas are head, we are head cases. Like, that shit turns you into a head case. We've been, a lot of us been playing football since we were seven years old. So, I promise you, like, by the time you get the, I got a little bit of CTE, like not as bad as some of my other football buddies, but you get, and everybody that plays football, they can tell you, you should get concussions from the age, from the first time you put on a football helmet. Yeah. And I even said it, you actually get more, I got more concussions looking back in Pop Warner than I did at higher levels. Like, because if you get a headache, what the, that's nothing but a concussion. That's all it is. You got that headache because your fucking head is rattling around. Right. And you used to get headaches daily. Daily. You got to think in early 2000s, there wasn't no big, it wasn't no big thing on concussions, and even on tackling. So even at that young age, we would just do, we would do tackling drills all year. They thinking we young and we not hurting each other because it's not as much of a force. But you got to also look at it. Our, our brains aren't developed as much. Our skulls aren't as hard. Our heads aren't as hard. And they didn't have emphasis on it, so... Shit. Niggas get CT by playing that sport. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I want my kids to play. Like, Right. I don't, I I don't think shit. I would... 
I don't think I would let my kids play football, man. At this so. point. I don't think so. With everything we've learned. Even with the Andrew Luck thing, like look at the I look at the injuries I got. I don't, I'm walking Dude, around that, at twenty five. That shit came out of nowhere too. I'm walking around at twenty five. Basically both my ankles broke, my right knee shot, my left knee shot, big toes are shot, my feet are shot. All I I get up and everything is popping like a fucking pretzel. Like and granted, I didn't even play college football. Crazy. Now you remember we were walking around campus and the the dudes that went on to play college football, they walk around like old men. Yeah. They walk around campus with ice packs strapped to every every joint. I'm talking to them and they I'm like, this is when I'm trying to go back to, you know, get back on the field. They like, man, don't go back out there. It ain't even worth it. These niggas are telling these are these niggas are telling me this shit. Like, it's not even worth it. Like, they looking hella like hella depressed. They gotta get steroid, get cortisone shots. Because their shit is so shot from all the damage that they put on their body, but they gotta be, they gotta go out there and perform. Perform. You better go out there and perform by any means. So I was just looking at it like shit. Yeah, and I remember when you know our homie he was telling us about his schedule. It's like you literally have no life. Mm-hmm. And what people don't realize is like. I was in a nursing school, so certain programs are set up to where, like, for nursing school, for example, we got a day off every week. Like, we had a complex schedule. Every student had a day off every week, but, and each semester was different, but each semester, every student had a day off every week, one day off. So you had a, whatever day, it just depends on what semester you're in. Um, but you had your labs or clinicals, you got to get them shits done Monday through Wednesday. Yeah, you had you had to get your classes. You only had class on Thursday and Friday, so you only met for class depending on what the class was once a week or tw- two times at the most. But you had to get your clinicals the er- the first half of the week. So they was telling me basically I couldn't you can't do I couldn't do nursing because if I. Anything, if any of my classes interfere with my schedule, I had to switch. I had to switch my major because it's a conflict of interest. Because with nursing, I couldn't miss clinical, right? But with football, I couldn't miss like practice. So basically, I couldn't play football. Like it's, I couldn't use they 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 mark you ineligible. Do you remember why they mark so many players ineligible? They don't really tell you what that means. Ineligible can mean many different things. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why you can be ineligible is because of your major, which is ridiculous. So you really, you really are an athlete student. This is why when we went to ECU, I think in 2012 was the first year they had ever, ever had a football player graduate with an engineering degree. Uh-huh. Ever in the, in the whole football in the whole ECU program. Yeah, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did that. What position he played? Because that was he was safety. I think he was the safety. He was uh, I think he was a white guy. I was at the game. Was at the, at the App State game, I believe. It's either one of the games I went to freshman year. They put a, they had him um, they had a little thing on the billboard whenever they um, whenever they introduced him, his bio or whatever. He was a captain, I think. He was a senior. He had already graduated. Yeah, huh. 
And I was like, what? You remember all the meetings that, that all the meetings that Dre had to go to and um how his schedule was? They wasn't joking about that shit, bro. Nah, you had to make it all their life. If you had no scholarship, like if you if you wasn't Justin Hardy or Shane Carton, nigga, they would cut you. You ain't nobody to them. Expendable. You 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 think you the next Chris Johnson? Man, get the fuck out of here. These niggas done <laughs> coach real Chris Johnsons. You know what I mean? Yeah, so their ego so is all You the are way. expendable. <laughs> you are, especially if you ain't got no name, like if you ain't Justin Hardy, if you ain't um Shane Card, if you weren't them type, or Zay Jones. That nigga Zay Jones used to go out all the time. Even when we went to Greenville. To yeah, I remember. I, before I remember seeing him out. This nigga played for the Buffalo Bills. I went to the, when I went to the game last year, we went to the game last year. Um, fuck, what game was that? I had, we had, went out and um, it was it was some it was some game last year. He played for the Buffalo Bills. I saw this nigga at Sup Dogs. Yeah, football season. So this nigga at Sup, I'm like, man, this nigga don't stop partying, bro. Like he was like that shit at school. Like now, granted, he was smart too. He was about his business. I had I had a class with him. I had a public speaking class with Zay Jones, and he wasn't no goofy ass nigga. That's why. That's why I respect him because I'm. I, I, I respect the energy because he came to class. He never skipped class. Came to class. He graduated with like a. He graduated with honors. Yeah, that's what's up. Or I don't. I forgot. It. I think he did graduate. I had a class with him, and it wasn't like it was. It didn't even feel like you had a class with a star. It felt like you had a class with a star, but it wasn't like he was. A, he's a cool ass nigga. This every time he see me, he's dapped me up. Crazy shit. Sure. That nigga be out all the time. Shit, I would go out four nights a week. You know how we used to do? I see this nigga out all the time. Football season, all the time. This nigga leading the NCAA and catching and y'all. Yeah. See this nigga out drunk. He, I don't even, I ain't gonna even say he drunk because I ain't know him like that. Right. And I, he might, know, I mean, he might just, you know, he, just, he might just been out there just on the scene. I know I see the nigga out. I see him out. <laughs> I see him out. And he still get this shit done, which that's how it should be. Shit. If I want to go out every night of the week, you should let me go out every night of the week. If I got satisfactory GPA, if I got put out satisfactory work, let me do. That's my personal life. Right. That's my personal life. Like, don't worry about what I do. But I thought it was interesting. I thought it was crazy. And now 20, 2018, nigga played for the Buffalo Bills on a random weekend. This day, I see this dude that sub dogs again. <laughs> crazy. Hey, but that's that dude, though. We got towed up by NC State. <laughs> I ain't even see the game or nothing. Long way to go. We got a long way to go. But we'll we'll, we'll get back. NC State look good. I'll give them their credit. But we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back. So you think we probably should wrap it up at this point? I think we covered. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Um, Ton of stuff. More knowledge, more uh, information out there. For sure. Uh, this episode 12? Yep, yep, 12. Of the Divine Council Podcast. I'm Monquay. And I'm Stefan. And we're going to wrap this up. Peace. Uh, peace. Have a great weekend. Yep.